Hey, I'm Steph Dawson, and you're listening to WNBA Nation. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, this is Liz Candace. This is Nikki Collin. What up guys, this is Ethan Carson. Hey, this is Imani Nikki Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. What's up, WNBA Nation listeners? We are excited today. We have a very special episode coming your way. We have the one and only Big Mama Steph on the show, and we could not be more excited to talk to this Olympic gold medalist. Steph, thanks for joining us on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. We've been uh, we've been looking forward to this interview and and really excited about obviously so much going on in your life and in your basketball career as of late. Let's just hop right in. I, I'm so curious. This is my first time speaking to someone like post gold medal. Like this is <laughs> uh, this is so this is like a really cool. I mean, you've won the thing and I'm just talking to you and I'm really excited about this. But <laughs> What was that experience like when you realized the moment that you were going to be coming home with a gold medal to rep, you know, representing the United States? What what, what was that like for you what, in that moment? Uh, it was just surreal. I mean, there wasn't there's not a lot of words to describe it. But I mean, it, it was just that moment of the four of us standing at the podium and, you know, getting the gold medal and putting it around my teammates. And then when we saw the flag go up, it was just like, you know, you just get goosebumps and. And you're just thinking, like, this really happened. Like, we really did it. Because it was so hard. I don't think, you know, our, our uh, coach, Kara, kept telling us, like, I don't think you understand how hard it is to win a gold medal. And we're like, nah, like, hey, you know, we'll see. But it was hard. So I think it was just that feeling of, of just so much joy that we did it and that we achieved our goal. The one thing that really impressed me about 3x3 during its Olympic debut was just the pace. Mm-hmm. that that takes place there you know it's it's not a long it's not an hour and a half two hour two and a half hour game it's quick i mean if you tune in late you might miss the entire game mm-hmm. um and and so you know obviously there were some other phenomenal teams represented but you know it, it, other countries over there in tokyo a couple close games coming down to the wire some last second heroics by you and your teammates so that was an absolute blast but steph one thing i, I i'm curious about so I, I love the fact that you know you're you're saying oh we've got, i got goosebumps what was it like like building up to that moment when you realize like you're you're heading to the olympics to represent the united states how do you prepare physically mentally, emotionally, how do you prepare for moments where you're going to be on one of the biggest stages ever in the world? How do you prepare for something like that? It's hard. There was a lot of things going through our minds going into the Olympics and and just getting ready for it. Almost fortunately for us, you know, we went from the Chicago or the WBA season straight to training for the Olympics. So it was almost like you didn't have a chance to really think about it, to get nervous or anything. But once we got to Vegas to train, we were really just focused on the physical side of it. You know, we were doing heat training. We practiced for like two or three hours a day in a really, really hot gym to just prepare for that, the Tokyo elements. So we were just lucky to to be in a, a position like that, you know, and then being able to use products like you can to just like hydrate and to keep my energy up. It was super important because we knew going into three on three, we played two games a day, two separate games, but being able to kind of keep our energy up is really important. So products like you can, like for me personally, I see a huge difference in my game because, you know, there's just no spike and then crash. Mm. 
spike and you stay up, which is so important with three on three and even five on five basketball. So, yeah, there was just a lot of elements that you have to kind of think about going into uh, the Olympics. So you mentioned UCAN. Tell me just a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so UCAN is just an energy product that you can it's it's all natural, plant based, zero sugar, which for me has been probably the best part of it, because not only the few weeks leading up to the Olympics, but for the past six to eight months, I've kind of changed my whole lifestyle when it comes to my diet, how I'm approaching life. You know, I was just solely focused on basketball so that I could be my best because I knew how important it was, you know, to be at a certain level for the Olympics. So for me, yeah, you can has just been an amazing product because of that zero sugar. And like I said, you know, you, you go up with the energy level, but you never crash, which has been really important for me going into the Olympics, because like I said, those two games a day, it's hard. Yeah. No, you don't have that time in between. You don't, and then you don't want to eat like a heavy meal, you know, so right. you have protein products where you can just have a smoothie or put it in water and, and drink that between games and, and still have that energy to be able to perform at your best. So, yeah, it was really awesome for me to, to have this product to prepare for the Olympics. I love that. So you mentioned just kind of an overall lifestyle change. I think that a lot of people who obviously follow, you know, your career, you know, UConn fans and Chicago Sky fans have noticed that. Let us in a little bit. You've got an entire WNBA season plus an Olympics. Other players got breaks. You didn't. What is that like? What what are you doing with that? It was after like quarantine and the bubble. I had gotten injured because I had gained a lot of weight. You know, a lot of times injuries are are based on weight gain or uh, different things like that. So I knew I had to change my diet. I didn't eat any dairy. I went low carb, kind of low sugar, very natural with, with the foods that I ate. I cooked almost every night for every meal. I didn't drink alcohol for months, which I love to drink. <laughs> I love a good wine. <laughs> so for me, it was just stuff like that, like just really focusing on my body and, and putting the right products into my body so that I could perform well. And then I ended up losing 30 pounds, which was huge. I haven't, I haven't gotten an injury, knock on wood. Uh, in the last <laughs> few so like, it just, it really changes the way that your body reacts and, and can perform and can kind of stay at its best, which has been, you know, important for me and for my career, you know, going into this because I'm not, you know, not young anymore. So <laughs> got to make some changes. Well, that's what's that's what's great is recognizing and you see some players make this make this transition well and others sometimes don't, you know, where it's, you know, your, your first couple of years in the league and the athleticism that comes. But then as you turn into this veteran with this experience, it's really awesome that you've been able to approach basketball as a holistic view with, you know, like lifestyle and, and how that affects everything. I want to get back in just a little bit to some of the Olympic competition here. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the most difficult element of the 3x3 format hmm. that's tough because there's a lot of really different things when it comes to if they're on 3x3 i feel like for me it was probably just the physicality although i enjoyed it because in other places sometimes there are a lot of fouls called whereas 3x3 i mean they just kind of let you beat each other up um, yeah it, it seemed really physical yeah it, very physical thankfully you know a lot of the teams didn't have huge girls so the physicality didn't affect us too much. But like when we played China, they had a big girl and she was really strong and their guards were really strong. So it's just that physicality of like these refs just they just let us beat each other up. So you got to you got to learn to play through getting fouled and through getting grabbed and held and all those different, you know, fouls that aren't called. 
So with that different format coming through, transitioning now back into like traditional five on five type of basketball, is there anything in particular that really stands out to you that you learned or that you were to developing more with 3x3 that's going to benefit you as you come back to 5v5? I think for me, the biggest thing has been my defense. Three on three, I almost can't thank it enough when it comes to like how it's changed the way I play defense. Because a lot of teams in past years, you know, it's like put Steph in ball screens because I'm a slower footed post as we have in the league. But now that I've been able to play three on three, like I had to guard guards, mm. not stop, you know, and Kara would always we'd rewatch film and she'd be like, Steph, look at you. Like you're moving your feet. <laughs> so going into the league now, it's like I'm not scared or hesitant when I'm going up for a screen uh, on defense because I'm like, I know I can do this. And I do. I mean, just last night we had a game where I was guarding these guards and I had like three or four blocks. And I was like, whoa, I can do this. Like, <laughs> I'm guarding these guards, you know? So I just think the defense has translated the most for me. I'm curious. Do you have any kind of fun behind the scenes stories? Obviously, we, we get a lot of like the major media coverage. What's something that maybe our listeners could could hear this a little behind the scenes here? I'd say the... Probably the biggest, because we weren't able to do a lot because of COVID and the COVID protocols that Tokyo had. So I think the best or the most kind of behind the scenes was the day that we did the opening ceremonies. It was quite the process. It was a six or seven hour process. Oh, yeah, it was long. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we got there at around five and you kind of just walk around the village. You get to experience the village because for us, for basketball, we don't stay in the village. We actually stay at a separate hotel. So for that, we were able to kind of walk around, see it. And then they kind of just tunnel you into this giant, you know, the stadium that the ceremonies happen in. And something that was cool that happened was it was us and then France was behind us in the tunnel. And a lot of people saw on social media when we all sang happy birthday to KD. Yeah. <laughs> His birthday. It was that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen because he was so mad. But then not only that, France was behind us and they start doing, a, you know, a French chant. So, of course, USA being USA was like, USA. <laughs> but then France was like, boo! So it's just like, it was fun, like banter between the two countries. It was very surreal, too, in the way of like, literally like USA athletes, French athletes, like everyone just being in the same place at the same time. Um, it just felt special and like really cool to be in that moment. So, yeah, I guess that was like probably the best. No, I love that. I love that. Again, we see the broadcast, this, you know, well put together. Everything's, you know, flows perfectly. I, that's such a cool experience that you only get really as an athlete there, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in those types of interactions. So that's that's really cool. Let's talk Chicago Sky. Chicago has for a long time. We feel like Chicago's always this team that we're like, dude, they're right there. They're right there. And then you you have some roster changes. You add a player like Candace Parker. Kalia Copper's coming along really well. And that affects kind of everybody's rotation. How do you handle situations where you're asked to maybe play a different role? Your minutes change one way or the other. What What is that like as professional athlete to approach that and say, hey, I'm still going to be exactly who I am and, and give my team my all regardless of what I'm asked to do? Yeah, it's not always easy, but it is our job. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, this is our job. We play basketball professionally. So it's like, for me, it's really just this mindset of no matter, like you said, no matter what role I'm put in, whatever my team needs for me, however many minutes I'm going to play, I'm just going to play as hard as I can. And at the end of the day, if that helps us win, then I did my job. 
You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, some nights they may need me to score more or we're going to get a lot of pick and rolls and I'm going to get layups or some nights Candace might be hot and she's going to get the ball more and, and whatnot. So it's just a, a different role and it's just being able to be flexible with it. I think that's something that all season a lot of us have been able to do and we're, you know, doing kind of collectively because we all know that we have 11 deep that can play at a high level. So yeah, it's just kind of going into that, into each game with that mentality of like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen, but no matter what, I'm going to play as hard as I can. We have a, there's a, there's a good, good friend of the show that reached out to us on Twitter that said, Hey, if you're going to be talking to Steph, did she ever find out who was taller between Kalia and diamond? What was the verdict? I think it was, I think it was Ka because the problem is Ka lies. (laughs) oh we're getting we're getting some tea okay she's taller than she is she thinks she's a big man i'm like kai you're not that tall but (laughs) she was taller than diamond the problem is diamond wears this big bun on the top of her head so she just looks taller so that's why i said that i thought diamond was taller but then (laughs) they like stood next to each other but she was barely taller (laughs) yeah i love it post olympics chicago is coming back you guys come out, you get a, a win against a, a good Seattle Storm team, and then a tough home loss against Dallas. Yeah. Mentality-wise, as a team, obviously you guys have had some shifting and things going on, but still a lot of people are considering you guys like high-level contenders for the title this year. So mentality-wise, as a team, what what can you say about you and your teammates as far as your your approach to the the back end of this, this WNBA season and preparing you guys best as possible leading into the playoffs i think for us our mentality is just i don't even know really how to say it but it's just like believing in ourselves Mm -hmm. oh i think for us we we kind of knew coming into the the season get uh knowing that we were getting candace parker that there would kind of be some pressure and expectations of us kind of winning that the championship and going really far into playoffs which is something that we obviously want as well but I do think that we've had some games that we've lost in the last second or a last minute shot mistake. So it's kind of just knowing that we have that potential and fulfilling it and just kind of reaching that potential that we, you know, we see it in practice. Like we play so well in practice and sometimes, you know, in games, it just it doesn't always go well. So for us, it's just kind of staying positive and and, and knowing that we have each other's backs because we're a really close knit team. Like we love each other. We hang out with each other all the time. So it's just really finding and, and honing into that chemistry that we, we know we have off the court on the court. Cause otherwise when we do that, like we will win games easily because we know how talented that we are. Pretty much everybody that's watched this team throughout the season, you know, there's, there's been a couple rough patches, but that's growing pains. You know, you've had some roster changes, some rotation changes, there's been stretches when Chicago has definitely looked like a you know a top one or two team in the league and has gone on these great winning streaks and you know and so it's it's awesome to hear that you know the the close knit you know locker room that you have that's the kind of lock if you have a divisive locker room you might get some wins in the regular season but when the rubber meets the road postseason it's going to fall apart and so right. that's great to hear you you guys are staying close close knit working through a little bit of rough patches that arise as they do for every single team or our time's getting short here with you Steph, but I, I am curious as far as like physically preparing and mentally preparing for coming right back into a, a WNBA season, you've already mentioned kind of your lifestyle, you know, changes and whatnot that have helped you. 
is that does that lifestyle still continue to to work as you go into a more traditional 5v5 continuing into into that into the rest of the season yeah it's pretty similar honestly uh you know obviously the biggest thing is not playing outside compared to playing inside for five on five and the same goes for the product using you can has helped me just as much if not more with my five on five games too because now you're playing for two hours so instead of playing two separate games now i'm just playing longer so it's basically the same you know just needing that energy where i don't crash and i've felt a huge change in the last two games normally by halftime I need a sandwich or I need something to like keep me going. And the last two games, I haven't needed that. I've used you can protein before the game. And then I use the hydrate during the game with the electrolytes and stuff like that to just kind of keep me going. And I've genuinely felt a big difference when it comes to playing in those games and just feeling ready to go, like no matter when I get in, in the game. So I just appreciate products like you can and, and other products that I use that just help me, you know, kind of, uh, perform at my best where so you've mentioned this product a couple of times so i'm curious because now i mean i'm not nearly the athlete you know that you and other WNBA players are but i'm curious you know for for other people interested in that where do you go to find more information on about products like that yeah you can find online especially my social media handle big mama Steph, as you already mentioned <laughs> um, you know i am putting it all over my story because i personally just lead a very authentic life like i'm not gonna um, use products or or uh, put so, uh, put products on my social media that I don't believe in and that don't actually help me. So if you just go to my social media and stuff, like you can, I'll have the links all the time on my bio, my stories, my pages, no matter what. Just my favorite products to use, but also I think the best products that they have if you can. So yeah, you guys can just find it there. One last question I've got for you: mm-hmm. Olympic gold medalist, multiple All Star appearances. What's next for Steph Dolson? What like where do you go from here? What's like what do you have a career goal that's like above and beyond? Like what what's that next step that you're like, all right, you're checking all these boxes, you know, that you've done since, you know, high school, all through your Yukon days, all the way up into the WNBA and now an Olympic gold medalist. What's what's next? What's on your docket that you're gonna be like, all right, that's my next thing? Uh it would be a WMA championship. I mean it's gotta be. I, I mean, I feel like a gold medal was kind of my ultimate goal, but... <laughs> I was going to say, it's tough to top. That's tough I, to top. Now that I've gotten that, we'll go back to the WNBA, uh, obviously trying to get a WNBA championship. I did mention that I'm older, but I'm still young. I still have some years <laughs> in me, so there's time. So yeah, I feel like that's really the next goal, and then maybe even another gold medal after that. I love it. I love it. Steph, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to come and chat with us. Listeners, make sure that you're hitting up Big Mama Steph on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. You can find her there. Steph, thanks so much for taking some time and and, and hopping on for an interview here on the show. We can't thank you enough and uh, good luck on the second half of the season here. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing what the kind of damage that this guy can do in the playoffs. Yeah, thank you for having me. I uh, I had a lot of fun, so thank you. Excellent. Yep, thank you.